You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, Seminoles all across the country, the world, wherever you may be listening to me from, it's Max, and it's Monday, my least favorite day of the week, but I think this week it is probably, well, my favorite Monday of the year, because uh, your boy's on PTO, and as we speak, I'm coming to you from the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I apologize for any sound quality issues, but hey, you know, man's got to get an education, which means uh, I'm actively recording this, sitting outside on a patio in the shade it's about 75 degrees and uh well it's just beautiful drake buddy how are you doing looks like you're in uh the offices of dunder mifflin right now yeah i'm hanging out over here with uh the scranton branch of dunder mifflin just hanging out real quick but no it's all good here man i got i'm sending all my stuff down on tuesday i'll be leaving baltimore for the greater south florida area the first of june after i get my second dose so yeah it's all good here baby yeah dude i think uh you know, I was looking at investing and I, I read their their most recent 10K. And I think the Scranton branch was actually the highest, uh, the highest performing branch in Dunder Mifflin. So that's a that's a great branch to be sitting there with uh, lots of lots of employees, a real uh, a real family culture. But let's dive in. I know we're going to talk about you don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Uh Guys, Florida State Golf, I mean, they're on fire like they walk through the seventh circle of hell this week. I mean, first of all, we go into the golf regional last week, and we not only win it, we literally doubled Georgia's score in second place, which was just an absolute, you know, stampede. And now, starting today, well, yesterday as you're listening to this, 2.50 p.m., we got Brooks Kepka going into the final group, one shot back of Phil Mickelson. Dude, I just, I feel like Michael Jordan a little bit, you know, when like Michael Jordan takes everything personally and finds like these random slights. I've never met Brooks, but we were at Florida State at the same time. So I feel like, I feel like I take Brooks hate personally on Twitter. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I feel that. I'm the same way when it comes to like my personal favorite, you know, baseball athletes, specifically like if it's like a Jazz Chisholm right now or Jose Fernandez, you know, RIP, you know, back in the day. But no, it's like when you're there, you take it a little personally, especially because he did get like, I don't think it was hate, but he did get some unjust criticism, even though he did get a little bit of, he did wear that super ugly hat and he is sporting a probably a heinous looking goatee. But no, I mean, like he, the man is crushing, the man's on fire right now. As you said before, he's a shot back at the lead. I mean, I'm watching golf right now and you know, that's out of character for me. So even if he's Dude, doing that right now, that's uh, that's huge. Yeah, it's said to be an exciting finish, man. And uh, yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting. Look, the reality is you have two guys in first and second that both have pretty serious issues uh, with their bodies, right? Brooks had a football player level injury a little over a year ago, tore his, I believe, ACL, then went on to tear his patellar tendon, uh, sorry, rupture his patellar tendon, came back a bit soon in last year's PGA. And it was like there was so much cathartic hating on Brooks because of the comedy made, uh, you know, last last time in the PGA, he was asked before day one or day, day one. God, dude, I can't count. Why the hell are they letting me be in school? Day four, uh, you know, what do you what do you feel like going into this? How confident are you? And he just said, frankly, well, I've, I've won two of these. Dustin Johnson's only won one. Colin Morikawa hasn't won any. And everyone acted like he, you know, insulted Pauline Gretzky and then, you know, 
made fun of 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 Colin Morikawa's family or something. Like he'd said the worst thing possible. And it's like, anyway, so people took a lot of a lot of uh, a, a lot of what's that German word where it's like you take pride in like someone else's pain. Uh, a lot of that was going on last year, a lot of it leading up to the PGA. So I really, as much as I'd like to see Phil at 51, close it out and be the oldest PGA winner in history. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be pulling for Brooks because not only do I want him to shut everyone up, I want everyone who views Bryson DeChambeau as their favorite golfer to have a worse week uh, just at, on the whole uh, because of Brooks Kepka. That would, you know, and that's that's the Florida State mentality, right? It's the like, you know, we know everyone hates us, and uh, that's fine. We're Florida State, and uh, you can go f- yourself. So, <laughs> you oh, know. Man. But folks, uh, before we dive into the exciting stuff, because I know y'all don't come on here to hear me uh, me just laud praise all over my favorite golfers. Uh, I want to remind you that if you're trying to get your summer fitness goals going, if you find yourself needing a snack every now and then. Uh, grab a Built Bar. They're our title sponsor today. So everything we do today is brought to you by Built Bar. They've got 18 great flavors. As y'all know from hearing me talk about it nonstop, although I doubt many of you can absorb every word I say because, dear God, who could? There's so many of them. You know, I'm a peanut butter brownie guy. So do me a favor. Go to BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order, eat a delicious Built Bar, and, uh, you know, thank me later. All right, dude. So that was my five minutes of fame, my time to just, you know, incessantly rant about what I wanted to talk about. Now let's get to the thing that you and the rest of our fan base would like to talk about. And that is the trending hashtag, hashtag Kane Madden's tally. Not the most creative hashtag, but holy cow, Twitter. You guys literally got something. I mean, I don't know if it was nationally trending or like locally trending or how that works, but, uh, well done, guys. So, Drake, what kind of smoke are you uh, are you seeing around the the Kane Madden situation? Yeah, shout out, shout out, Peach for that. Peach is the one on Twitter. For those of you follow him, follow him now. He's actually a great follow on Twitter. That uh, he started that hashtag. It was nationally trending. It was the it was a top ten uh, national trending as of yesterday. So, what Kane Madden? For those of you who are unaware, or those of you who are not on Twitter, he is a nationally ranked guard out of the universe out of Marshall University. And as you know, we right now are hurting for probably for O-line depth, which is something we desperately need. The smoke right now that's actually, you know, going off is that basically it's almost done, if not is done. I personally don't say anything is done until we literally see out of the kid's mouth. But for right now, apparently that he's he's all locked in is from what, you know, some sources are saying. So that's actually would be a huge sort of thing that he right now is projected to slide into that right guard spot. So it'll basically be we have a line of uh, – Darius Washington on the left side. Then we have over to Dylan Gibbons, Mo Smith at center, Kane Mann at right guard, and DLT at right tackle. And that's me, Robert Scott at right tackle. Actually, that means when we put DLT at left tackle. So right now, that seems to me that the thing is that we have are probably right now the best line that we're going to have since probably the 2013-2014 year, which is huge. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And now, look, y'all know that I like to uh, I like to temper expectations a bit. Uh, I don't want us to get too crazy with it but this would be huge I mean there's there's no denying that we need offensive linemen and if this coaching staff can land effectively like two four star level offensive linemen who are both graduate levels or graduate level you know aged players within a week or two of each other 
I mean, dude, I'm going to build a freaking Alex Atkins statue in my house. Like, I, I always rip on Florida for making a statue of Tebow while he was basically still on campus. But I don't care. We are erecting that thing first thing in the morning if Alex Atkins gets this. And, you know, here's the thing. Dude, for the first time, we would have, let's say DLT can't come back. I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to knock on some wood real quick. But let's say he can't. And, you know, we have a, some questions at tackle. Well, we're going to have, if, if we get Kane Madden, we are going to have not just two serviceable, but two elite level guards on the inside, which if you look at our running backs, we have two guys in DJ Williams and in Jay Sean Corbin that are very well equipped to run off guard and run between and run in the, uh, the one and the two gap. Also, you look, McKenzie Milton is likely to be our starter. I want it to be JT but it's likely to be McKenzie Milton. If his move to avoid the pass rush can be stepping up instead of having to run outside, I, I think that completely changes his capabilities on this offense. Oh, I, I, I 100% absolutely agree. I think basically right now I want Casey to be starter. I think he's going to be starter too because to me he's the better of the two, the better of the arm, better the talent, more accurate as well. But the fact of the matter is that you need decent line play for him to succeed. I mean, that's typically – that's how every you know team wins their games, and you're right with K Man coming in like that to me would be huge for the line. I'll actually give him like even if it's extra second and a half. That to me is deadly for someone that has the capability of actually being a threat downfield in Ricky McKenzie Mill. And also remember, K Man also is a grad transfer, so he'll only be here for one year. Right. People also forget that Dylan Gibbons actually has the capability here for not only for this year but the year after as well. And you're right with DLT. You know, like he might he, he might not be a hundred percent. Uh, to me, from my, all reports right now, are saying that he actually is going to be able to start for the year, which is huge. But they also have Zane Herring coming back as well, the big kid that he uh, had the shoulder, I think, injury, you know, last year. That's, yep. that's more depth. Dante Lucas can sit back and learn for a year, which is huge for him as well. And Darius Watson, I did say he was going to be starting, but now looking back at the lineup, now he wouldn't be starting. But that's also someone that you want to see gain a little more weight, get a little stronger, then come back in. Yep. Like, now we have depth on the line. That's the one well, thing remember, we've been doing for a long time with that. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. But yeah, you got to remember too, Washington's coming off a leg injury. And folks, like, I always try to say this because I think we get so caught up in the, the Madden of like, oh, they're out for six weeks. So then my player comes back. If you go to the gym regularly, or if you've ever gone to the gym regularly, take five weeks off and then go back and like, see what happens to your strength. I mean, there's definitely some, uh, some attrition there. So, uh, you know, some atrophy occurs within your muscles. It doesn't mean, and it don't take this as, oh, wow, Max is hating on DLT. He's hating on Washington. That's not what I'm doing at all. I'm trying to underscore why it would be so great to have another body on that offensive line. No, I think DLT will be serviceable. I think Washington will be well be able to play this year too. But them not having to be literally the number one guy and not and be like, holy cow, if they get injured, we will have a walk on out there. That's massive. No, you're doing exactly what I do with y'all with Norvell and recruiting or Norvellers in general, just making sure everyone like understands like the, the entire, the, the totality of the circumstances, which is basically perfectly fine. But yeah, I mean, with the offensive line like that, we now have a solid seven to eight people. We actually have a two deep now. Back then, we didn't have a two deep for the past three to four years. Who was our backups? Ira Henry, Jalen Goss, Chaz Neal, who just transferred out. Like to me, we didn't have an offensive line. We had four people and then maybe we try to stick someone else in there. And to me right now, this is massive for us. Like we are starting to get the trend of actually having a solid starting five out there, which is huge for us, especially with, like you said, Jason Corbin, DJ Williams. 
Lawrence Tofili, who actually, if he puts on a little more weight, can make those in-between tackle runs and like gives him a little extra space. It's like if he has an extra like five, six feet to get to maneuver with, he is dangerous with the ball in his hands. So this right here is mahusif. It is massive. And this right here is my pretty boy swag. Shout out, young Draco. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, winter green, cinnamon, and pomegranate. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw away your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum and lozenges today. This is the real deal. A Lucy subscription comes directly to your door each month. It's simple and you don't have to worry about leaving your house because Lucy has delivery down. Locked on college network listeners, if you go to lucy.co and use the promo code locked on college, all one word, you're going to get 20% off of all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. And I do have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on college. Yeah, it, I, look, here's what I don't want us to do. I don't want us to get caught up, though, like in the name syndrome where we convince ourselves the offensive line is going to be a lot better and like then we get to the opening game and it's like, okay, maybe we were off. But I want to I want to talk about name syndrome for a moment. So, folks, if you don't know what that is, we used to talk about it on our old program quite a bit. And it is the most contagious disease of the offseason. Name syndrome is when we talk about someone's name and it's like, oh, yeah, we've got so-and-so at this position. And then it's like, oh, you know, we've got so-and-so at this position. And like within a week, two, three weeks, it's like, oh, we've got so-and-so at that position. And like, we just convince ourselves that because like we've said their name a lot, that means they're going to be great. So Drake, who do you think on this roster it has probably fallen victim, not fall, not has, who do you think is most likely to catch name syndrome this off season? And who do you think is most likely to catch the opposite of uh of name syndrome and flying under the radar and really impress us when the season starts uh, i hate you asking this question so much because I, I i'm one of the few that does not like agree with that name syndrome take but it's a good point and this is going to really hurt for me to say i think the most likely one to do that is my guy mackenzie milton mainly because that he is coming off a severely detrimental leg injury we, I mean, we saw him in the spring game. He looked really good. He was the better of the two that day. The problem is he is a nationally ranked name. People, know, all eyes are going to be on him. So it won't be just us having names to dream. It's going to be national media, ESPN, worldwide. Do I think he'll succeed? Yes, but I do think he's probably the one that fall victim the most to it. And another one maybe will be Jordan Young for wide receiver, for, for wide receiver, the abusement park, I think is his nickname. To me, that's someone that has, like, has the hype every single year, but I just haven't seen him put it together at all. And to me, that's going to be another one. One that probably has not been talked about a lot right now, but I think should be, is Brandon Moore. Kenzie Millen's a uh, teammate from uh, UCF. He was a second-round graded out. Uh, that's a great one. And I, to love, me, I that, love that pick. Yeah, to me, that dude's going to be freaking gross. I mean, we saw he's got a tenacity. Apparently, he's also, quote-unquote, a dickhead in practice, kind of like how Telvin Smith was back in the day, and that's kind of what you want. You want the people, you know, be like barking up the wrong tree. You want to be the, that tenacity, the, the rough guy in practice. And to me, that's a guy that's out there. He's not here to play games. 
I mean, he's playing games, but he's not playing games at all whatsoever with practice with teammates. And to me, that's someone you need to cultivate the culture a little bit, especially with the DBs in the room, like a Jerry and Jones or an Akeem Dent or Travis J. You want them, that alpha dog mentality. So to me, that's a definitely guy to look out for. I mean, who do you think, though, Max? Who do you think is someone that actually would have them, that name syndrome? I think I kind of took your answer probably, but I want, see, I want to see your answer on this. Yeah, no, no, you didn't. I actually really liked yours. I thought that uh, that took a lot of a lot of humility to throw KZ out there. And I, I think you make a really good point about KZ that it's not necessarily our fan base because honestly, on Twitter and talking to people, there is a lot of a lot of reality. Uh, what am I trying to say? You know, a lot of realism. I think, and I think it's more people are more complimentary towards Jordan Travis than they've been in the past. Of like, hey, it's not necessarily like a given. It's far and away Casey's job I worry with name syndrome about a guy who just got here in Andrew Parchment Andrew Parchment had a really great uh I'll say the years wrong I don't know if it was a red shirt freshman year or a sophomore year um but then you know I, I look I know he basically had like a, a a fifth string quarterback at a school that doesn't have much talent on the roster throwing to him uh but nonetheless I mean we don't really know if he's a known quantity I think that playing for a really bad team doesn't really let you develop. And I'm hoping he's going to be great, but I, that's, that's kind of my pick for falling victim to name syndrome. And sort of like you said about the national media for him, I think he could call, fall victim to it because I actually believe in our young receivers quite a bit. I think Josh Burrell is going to be a really great piece for this offense. Uh, I think Ken Trump Portier is going to start to come together. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Help me out. Who was the guy I was just, I was just absolutely in love with during the spring game. Malik McLean made, like, Malik made, made two really hard catches. One where he just had to completely stretch out for it. So I think there's more depth at that position that we're giving it credit for. And I don't think parchment will have a bad year but I don't know if he'll live up to the hype that he's being, he's being given. Uh, and for me, the guy that I could really see, you know, kind of slipping under the radar. Let me give two, cause I don't know if one's fair. The, the one name I feel like I've stopped hearing as much that I'm excited about is Miko Dotson. I think he's a really good piece in coverage. I think, I think we're going to be really surprised by what we see from him in the secondary. And look, people just don't talk about defensive backs that much. So I kind of understand why maybe he's not that hyped up. But I think he's going to be a really good piece. And then my second one, you know who it's going to be, DJ Williams. I love the way that guy runs the football. I hope I'm not wrong. And But, you know, I look, I saw the spring game. That kid runs with an edge. He runs hard. He's a bigger, bulkier, taller version of LaDamian Webb. Mm -hmm. I think, Agreed. you know, you've got him and LaDamian Webb. Web, I'm sorry. Jay Sean Corbin, both in the backfield. That is a hell of a tandem if you're playing linebacker to have to tackle over and over again. And then you bring a Lawrence to a Philly in and you run some counter, you run some off tackle, maybe even do some swing passes or some screens that I just think that's like, that's literally a boxing recipe of hit him with body blows and then go for a Dude, sorry, I dude. didn't mean to swear. Cut that one out. But no, I dude. love our backfield this year, dude. They, I mean, they're basically <laughs> they're earth, wind, and fire. You got earth and DJ ones who just right. like big bruiser. You got a wind who literally is Lawrence Steel Fields, who's just quick and just like like the wind. And you got fire with Jay Sean Corbin, who literally just has a spark that the offense needs every single day in and day out. No, I'm agreeing with you with that. Miko Dawson too. Hopefully he comes back. I think he had a hip injury last year, so hopefully they yeah we'll see how he looks like yeah. Ho hopefully the, we'll see the way he looks like coming back because that's something like. 
hips are kind of hard to come back from, but hopefully, because he remember he did lead the country in picks the year before he transferred over here. Now, granted, it was from Conference USA at FAU, but still, if you lead the country in picks, that's definitely, that means that your ball skills are really, really well. And he has Marcus Woodson teaching him that. And to me, Andrew Parchment, I mean, I get the, I get that because he's been hyped up all offseason. So I think that's a really, really good pick as well. Just my, more my thing is like, it wasn't a fisherman quarterback that was throwing. It was like a, literally a DB. He was getting a DB throwing the ball to him, which is the one of the things like, like you're not going to have a good year from that. That's basically one, one of the reasons why he'll be leaving. And not only that as well, he, he was, he, he had like a mid mid round grade from NFL draft scout. So there's a reason why he was being picked up. So hope, and he apparently him and Casey already have a chemistry together, just passing the ball. They've been practicing an offseason together. And so that's something that, you know, that's really good to see. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. And folks don't think when we say name syndrome, uh, don't think we're saying either Casey or Parchment will have a bad season. Uh, I hope we kind of, I think we both did a good job of, of contextualizing our points. I just think that Parchment won't have the, uh, the, the standout factor that we're expecting, frankly, because I think the floor of that room is going to be higher than we expect. And Drake, I, I get what you're saying with KZ. You don't expect him to be a disappointment. It's just like, he probably he might have more pressure on him than any quarterback in the country from a national media perspective. A hundred percent. Like he's like all eyes are going to be on him. And also our first game is on against Notre Dame at Doak at yeah. night in primetime Labor Day weekend. We have a primetime slot. Everyone is going to be rooting for Mackenzie Milne to go back to the way he was. He is like, he's right. a feel good story, man. Like a guy like, like we saw with Alex Smith, the way he came back with Washington, the Redskins, they had the same exact injury. Just, I think they did two different two different legs. And to me, that's something like everyone wants him to do well. So, yeah, it's not only us. Everyone wants him to do well. I think he's going to do great. But the reality is that he probably is carrying the sh- on the shoulders, like not only our team, but national perception, anyone that wants him to do well. So it's going to be a lot for the kid. I, I think he can handle it, but it's definitely something to look out for. No, absolutely, man. Well, folks, thanks for joining us on this Monday. We always love having all of y'all. I know it's the off season, but hey, guys. It's already the end of May. We got one more week of May. We got Memorial Day coming up. We're going to do a couple more episodes. We've got some pretty cool interviews coming your way for the state of the FS Union. But about three or four weeks from now, we're going to be diving into season preview. We've made it our mission, and I hope we fulfill this promise to y'all to have someone from almost every team we cover come onto our show uh, and do a season preview. In fact, last night on Twitter, I actually got reached out to by our friends uh, uh, Jake Lane over at Louisville. So I'm going to go on their show. They're going to come on our show. We've got Philly G from Notre Dame locked in. Drake, I know you've been talking to several folks to get them locked in. It's, it's going to be a really great June and July of programming for y'all. And then, hey, we are in August. It's time to put the eye black on. It's time to get on the field. I mean, none of us will be doing that because we're the fans. But we'll be, we'll be thinking ahead to, you know, how much beer to order for our tailgates. So, Guys, with that, I'm Max Moody, at MaxMoody17 on Twitter. I've actually gotten better at tweeting, so give me a follow. I love interacting with y'all. Drake, at Tally, underscore, underscore, Drake. And follow the podcast's Twitter, at Knowles Anonymous. Uh, It's great. It's a support group. We love it. And make sure for this podcast, wherever you're listening, Apple Pods, Spotify, Stitcher, make sure you follow us so every new episode just pops right to the top of your queue. We're here five days a week for your listening pleasure. Make sure you also rate and review. Uh, We love hearing from y'all. We love hearing what we do well. Make fun of us a little bit. Tell us something about yourself. 
and uh, we'd love to read it on the podcast. So guys, I won't take any more of your time. I'm going to go back inside and give a uh, strategic recommendation on Peloton. Drake's going to go back to uh, nursing his, uh, his headache from having a few too many, uh, a little too much fun last night. And we will see y'all folks on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm playing World of Warcraft, folks. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>